0: Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. I am here today with a very special guest, Patty Gander. Hi, Patty. Hey, how you doing, Wendy? Fantastic. I am so excited for our topic today. Folks, we're going to be talking about over the next five sessions, we're going to be talking about overcoming skills gaps in the manufacturing industry. And I know many of our listeners are in that industry. Uh, Millions of manufacturing jobs will go unfilled due to skill gaps. And this affects pretty much everybody, right? Yep. Everything we buy, hopefully, you know, you're buying American, but even if you're not buying fully American, we do trade parts and pieces with other countries. And so we all rely on manufacturing more now than ever. Uh, Why, you know, what I really want to get into the, the heart of this is you know, why do we have this employee uh, gap, which is everybody, not just the manufacturing world, but then why do we also have the skills shortage specifically in the manufacturing world? So any insight that you have whatsoever, Patty, and then of course, I, I want you to tell us a little bit about who you are and why you are qualified, why you are the expert at discussing this very topic.
1: Sure. Um, so I, uh, I, I may not sound it but I have about 40 years of manufacturing experience. Um, I started I tell everybody I started when I was five but you know <laughs> the reality is well, it was later and I've worked in a variety of different uh, industries in manufacturing from electronics commercial um, through a bunch of defense contractors in quality and in, in production area um, and then more recently uh, I've uh, uh, I uh, moved over to do consulting and training again, primarily in the manufacturing industry. So I spent a lot of time in manufacturing, um, uh, either working in it or consulting for it. So I have a pretty good finger on the pulse of manufacturing. Um, and, and for the last few years, I was part of the uh, Sterling Business Manufacturing Excellence Award, where I actually went in and assessed hundreds of manufacturing companies across the state of Florida. So wow. got, got a little peek behind the curtain of a lot of companies. That that, uh, I didn't work for, but was able to see the things that were going on in their organization and where their gaps were from a process standpoint, but also from a from an employee standpoint as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you and I have worked together with with clients um, in in the manufacturing industry, and and you know, it is just it blows my mind uh, how far behind we are, you know, in the U.S. Uh, with with training and with development with skills, and then you know, I know personally, I grew up in a manufacturing world, you know, I grew up um, where everybody in my family was, and and many still are in the manufacturing industry. And turns out, you know, I was like, I'm going to college, I'm going to get away from manufacturing. And uh, not that I regret it, because, you know, I do know, I do love what I do. But whoa, manufacturing is where it's at. And you don't need a $100,000 college degree to do that. Would it be helpful to have you know some education absolutely but what we're seeing and i know you're seeing this too is the companies are investing in their employees in order to get to them to stay with them and to learn and grow and help keep um training the next set of of individuals so give me some you know ideas of why do you think there is a a uh, an employee shortage and then the skill gap shortage in the manufacturing industry in the united states
1: Sure. So this started pre-pandemic. A lot of people think, oh, the pandemic caused it. But we we started seeing this pre-pandemic a few years before um, the pandemic hit. um, As we started to see um, you know, the economy really kind of taking off and more and more demand for manufactured goods. So we were seeing um, organizations having to ramp up capacity in order to be able to uh, provide the materials that people were buying from. Um, and 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 so part of that increasing requirements of capacity is, um, There just wasn't enough people to fill positions, whether they had the skill or not. So companies had to start moving over towards technology in order to be able to produce the goods that they needed to produce. And so now you're introducing technology into an organization where you have people that have been working there that, you know, haven't used technology. So your current employee base has a skills gap to start with. And then you go and you start looking for employees outside for for those skills and and we just don't educate people to move towards the manufacturing industry that we'll get into a little bit later in one of the other um, sections of this. But we just didn't introduce that level of training because we just offshored a lot of things. And then so the pandemic hits. And one of the things that the pan- pandemic did was it caused manufacturing, it, well, it caused Americans, particularly we started looking at, you know, all of the goods that were produced that weren't produced in the United States. And it it showed us the vulnerability that we had. When you think about people say, you know, the electronics industry for one, where you couldn't get components because they were all built in China, Japan, Mm -hmm. Taiwan, places like that. So it showed that we had this significant um, risk because a lot of the things that we needed to produce, we didn't produce here. So then we had this massive onshoring where all of a sudden we're trying to bring all the manufacturing back to the United States, when we were already at at our limits of capacity to begin with, and we were already at our limits in staffing and for people that had the skills in order to do the staffing, and then we exacerbated it by trying to bring all of this stuff back on shore and grow these capacities where we hadn't pre-planned for the capabilities that we needed. So we didn't have the internal staff that had the capability. We We weren't able to hire people that had the capability. And ninety in the state of Florida, 90% of the manufacturing companies are 50 employees or less, and, worldwide, and in the United States, it's 80%. So you look at now the size of the manufacturing companies come into it as well, and they are good at manufacturing, but they're not necessarily good at training because they're small. They don't know what to do. Right. So, you've introduced technology, you've introduced increased capacities, you've incre- increased the, the need for additional capability, but you don't have the internal infrastructure in order to train for that capability. So, it was kind of like the perfect storm. Yeah, not so perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, they say perfect. that the pandemic forced the manufacturing industry um, from a technology standpoint to basically jump about five years into the future of what they need for technology just because of all of the onshoring and and the, that need for that quick buildup of capacity that we just didn't have.
0: Wow, thanks for explaining it that way. I never really looked at it that way, you know, I was looking at it. Uh, More of uh, we have less people going into manufacturing, which is also accurate as well, which we'll talk about in series two of of this session shortly. Uh, But yeah, that's definitely a a, a, an amazing way to look at it. In fact, I was in my car this weekend and I have a a paper mask in there, you know, and it was just a leftover one sitting there. And I kind of like chuckled because I'm hanging on to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though they're available now, like every remember when we couldn't we couldn't find masks or we're using Everything and anything at home and trying to use them as masks and creating masks out of handkerchiefs and whatever it might be. So I'm still in the stage of, Oh, somebody gave me a mask. Let me hang on to it, even though they're finally available everywhere. So I I was kind of chuckling at myself about that. Like, wow, we've come a long way in the past couple of years, but we have so much more to go. Oh, yeah. with that said, folks, we will be right back to continue this conversation. I do want to talk about, you know, avoidance of blue collar manufacturing jobs, and then the millions of jobs that can go unfilled in the United States and the manufacturing industry. So tune in soon and we will be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.